Welcome everybody to another great installment of Calvary Christian Center. We pray that today's message encourages you and inspires you like never before. So sit back, grab your notes, your notepad, and enjoy this message live from Calvary Christian Center. Welcome to Calvary, everybody, and happy Mother's Day to the moms. I am so blessed that today I get to tag team preach with the sweetest, most beautiful mom in the world. Aww. Love you, babe. Listen, welcome. We're excited to bring you the word today. Yes, we are. And I just say happy Mother's Day as well to all the moms out there. We just bless you to have the best day ever. So today we're going to bring the word of God Amen. and Listen, everybody, I believe with all my heart, with every fiber of my being, that God is faithful. Yeah. He's not only faithful, but he is able to do whatever you need him to do right now. So I just want to encourage somebody today in your destiny. I bless you in the name of Jesus. And I tell you on this Mother's Day, don't back down, don't back up, don't back out, don't give in, don't give out, and don't give up. Hallelujah. God is on your side. This is going to work out for your good, for your victory is on the way. We were talking about that. We just believe that in spite of COVID-19 and right. all the drama, Mother, this is going to be a time of victory for you and your family Amen. in Jesus' name. I love the word victory because it comes from the Latin word victoria, and it literally means this, a successful ending to a struggle or a contest, that which we strive for, watch okay. this, for an advantage of superiority gained over spiritual enemies, mm. over passions, appetites, temptations. In my talk, it would be this, just putting a beat down on an opponent. And here's what I want you to know. In this season, God is your God. He is faithful. He is for you. And we are putting a beat down on the devil. Let's do it. We are not backing up. We're not giving up. When this is over, we're going to see God's victory. We're walking a process but the process is leading to the promise. Amen. So we want to turn to 2 Kings chapter 4 and verse 1 through 7. I'm going to read this and you can follow along there. But it says this in verse 1, A certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets cried out to Elisha, saying, Your servant, my husband, is dead, and you know that your servant feared the Lord. And the creditor is coming to take my two sons to be his slaves. So Elisha said to her, what shall I do for you? Tell me, what do you have in the house? Yeah. And she said, your maidservant has nothing in the house but a jar of oil. Then he said, go, borrow vessels from everywhere, from all your neighbors, empty vessels. Do not gather just a few. And when you have come in, you shall shut the door behind you and your sons, then pour it into all those vessels and set aside the full ones. So she went from him and shut the door behind her and her sons, who brought the vessels to her, and she poured it out. Now it came to pass, when the vessels were full, that she said to her son, Bring me another vessel. And he said to her, There is not another vessel. Wow. So the oil ceased. Then she came and told the man of God, and he said, Go, sell the oil, and pay your debt, and you and your sons live 
on the rest. That's so powerful. We're going to teach for a few minutes along these lines. Oil in the house. Mm -hmm. Mama, if you have oil in the house, right. if you have oil in the mm -hmm. house, everything's going to be okay. We're talking about house fire. We're talking about revival. And we're declaring on this day, on this Mother's Day, yes. that there's oil in the house. Amen. Why don't you pray, babe? Heavenly Father, we slip our hands, our hearts up to you today on this special day. Father, we are asking that you would invade every home, especially the hearts of moms, the minds of moms. And Lord, that you would pour out a fresh touch. Lord, that she would know by your presence that everything's going to be okay and she's got the victory. Yeah. Yeah. We thank you, Lord, for your word. We thank you that as it goes forth, it's going to release healing, miracles, signs, and wonders in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Listen, one of the things that has marked Calvary throughout the years is that there's been oil in this house. Yes. There's been anointing. There's been power. There's been presence. Oil is an amazing emblem of the Holy Spirit. It represents God's anointing. But I'm saying that there's not only oil in this house, in Jesus' name, there's oil in your house because this is a home invasion. And remember, we're talking about house fires right. all the way up to Pentecost Sunday. And I'm believing that what's really flammable in your house is the oil, the oil of the Holy Spirit. There is oil in your house. Now, in Jesus' name, I'm speaking in faith that this is a divine appointment, that I'm here to stir you up and tell you that Fresh oil is coming to your house. So, Pastor Nolan and I, we're going to show you several truths from this text, and I know it's going to feed your heart. Number one, I want to show you something. Number one, Mama had a moment. Hey, when Mama has a moment, things happen, right, babe? Yeah, it could be a real moment. Yeah, the Bible says here in verse 1, a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets cried out to Elijah, saying, your servant my husband is dead. Mama was having a moment. She had come to the end of herself. And I want to tell you, when mama has a moment, everybody look out. This woman, this mom, recognized her situation. And, and nobody can assess a situation and address it quite like mama. Mama sees it for what it is. And she didn't try to pretend like things were okay. She had a moment. And she said, this is the situation. This is the circumstance. Sometimes the greatest favor you can do is just simply be honest. She didn't try to pretend like, oh, it's going to it's all good. No, she had a moment. But here was her dilemma. She was trying to make today's focus yesterday's loss. All this woman could fix herself on was what she had lost. And I've come into your home to tell you today that you cannot afford to make today's focus yesterday's loss. No matter what you've lost in your life, no matter what things may look like, you cannot afford to let your focus be fixed on what you've lost. The devil knows, honey, if he can keep you focused on what you lost or focused on what's behind you, that you'll never move ahead into what God has for you. Yeah. And I've come to tell you today, Mother, it is time for you to stop looking back. Yeah. Sir, it is time for you to stop looking back, yeah. and it is time for you to look forward. Yes. Stop looking at what you've lost. See, if you just keep your eyes on what you've lost, you'll never walk in the power. Ooh, 
and the provision of what God has for you today. God has grace for you today. God has miracles for you today. God has breakthrough for you today. God has healing for you today. God has joy for you today. But the devil wants you to keep your eyes not on what you've got left, but on what you've lost. See, you better hear me. When, when you only see what you've lost and all you see is the defeats of yesterday, you never walk in the power of today. Listen to what this mama said. This mama said, your servant, my husband, is dead. Now, the Hebrew word there for dead, honey, it's a very powerful word because certainly it means to cease to live. It means to die. It means to perish. But watch this. As you trace that word out, it literally means to die or perish prematurely. And I want to ask you something as you're watching this today. Have you ever had times in your life when you felt like something or someone died prematurely? You had a season that seemed to die prematurely. So many people are bitter today and they're unable to function in life because they can't get over what they considered the premature death of maybe a, some of their hopes or their dreams or even a marriage or a relationship or a business. And you're all been out of shape and you're all so messed up because not only did it die, it seemed to die too soon. Not only did it perish, it perished prematurely. But I've come on this Mother's Day to tell you, you cannot afford to live focused on things that are dead. You cannot afford to live focused on what's behind you. Here's the word. It's time to live again. It's time to live with expectancy. It's time to live it with a way, in a way that you believe that God is on your side and anything is possible. Listen, precious, stop dwelling among the tombs of the past and live again. I've come to tell you don't stay focused on what you've lost your next season mm. hear what I'm saying your next season is not attached to anyone who left you or anything you've lost this woman's entire season was on something dead I want to let you know stop looking at who left stop looking at what you lost God's about to bring everything you need here's what here's what mom has a way of saying mom will look at you and say just get over it <laughs> just get over it and move on and I need you to tell somebody at your house just say get over it come on you still have a destiny in your life get over it God is still on your side get over it you still have a promise for victory get over it, get over it. God is still gonna bring you power Come on, just get over it. Don't dwell on the death of yesterday. Stop living in that dead marriage. Stop living in those dead hopes, dreams, or relationships. You've got to understand that God has something fresh for you now. Focus on the right now. Listen, you say, well, the devil did this and the devil did that. Let me tell you something. Don't expect the devil to fight fair. It might not be a fair fight. But you need to tell somebody at your house, it's a fixed fight. Hallelujah. What does that mean? That means God is on our side and everything's going to be all right. So number one, you need to have a mama moment. And you need to let the enemy know, I'm moving forward. There's oil in the house. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. The second thing we need to see about this woman is, 
Mama told the truth. Lord, won't Mama tell it all? Mama will tell she the will truth. Tell it all. Second Kings 4.1 said, The creditor is coming to take my two sons to be his slaves. Now, if you don't want to know what Mama thinks, you better not ask, ask. especially a southern mom. That's right. That's you. <laughs> I grew up in South Georgia, and there was no question what I could get away with. And mama, we got to speak the truth to our children. Yeah. This generation especially needs to hear the truth. We do our children no favors when we don't speak the truth to them. A big part of being a good mother is telling your kids not maybe what they want to hear, but what they need to hear. My, my, my. You know, there's times when, when that daughter may come walking out of her room like she's going to leave the house and there's a little bit too much showing, showing yeah. a little bit too much stuff, hanging out. You know, I have been known to say, are you really planning on wearing that? Yeah, this is true. Yes. You know, your, your, your kids will pop off at the mouth and you say, did you really just say that? Yeah. You know how we are moms, yeah. especially when you're a Southern mom, you know you're about to really get called out when she calls you by your full name. Oh, come on now. When it was Dawn Ruth Lawrence, Yeah. get in here. You, <laughs> you know, you're trouble. really about to you know, you're <laughs> you're like, tell the truth. You're like, man, I don't, don't run your mouth. You want me to slap you in the next year? You know, here in 2020, this has been such a year, I feel like finding a mom and saying, hey, is that all for, is that still in place? Will you slap <laughs> me on into 2021? Yeah, go ahead Come and on. send me there. Yeah. But let's look at this woman. Her husband had died suddenly. And to add insult to injury, to make matters worse, she was on the verge of losing her sons to slavery. And it seems sometimes, oftentimes, doesn't it, that when there's warfare, it's not just on one side, but it comes on all sides. And that's where this mama was. This particular creditor was cold-hearted. He was even going against the Levitical law. For the Levitical law said, and if one of your brethren who, brethren who dwells by you becomes poor and sells himself to you, you shall not compel him to serve as a slave. As a hired servant and a sojourner, he shall be with you and shall serve you until the year of Jubilee. So this was a cold and cruel man who did not even allow the opportunity to work off the debt. In other words, he was kicking them when they were down. And, and hear me, hell doesn't fight fair and will always try to destroy you. But listen to me this morning. God gave me a revelation. The only time that an enemy stops kicking someone when they're down is when he knows they no longer have the power to get back up. Come on, mama. As long as you are still pursuing Perceived as a threat, yeah. that enemy will keep on kicking. Some of you may be going through hell right now, and you don't even know why, but you better hear me today. Even at your weakest point, even at your lowest point, you are still a threat to the enemy because you have a great big God that lives inside of you. The Holy Spirit fills you up today. Yeah. The only reason the devil is kicking you is because he knows he's in trouble when you get back up. Get oh, I believe up. somebody's getting back up. Today. He's getting there. They're getting back up. Somebody's going to hear my voice right now and begin to rise back up. Yeah. Listen, it's time for you to stop allowing hell to push you around and rise up and tell the devil to back off. Maybe you need to do that right now. Just look at the devil.
devil and say, devil, back off. Back off. Back off, devil. Greater is he who is in you than any attack, any warfare, any weapon that the enemy can sling yes. against you. You know the blessing of the Lord, and we quote it many times, but the blessing of the Lord is that he will cause the enemies who rise up against you to be defeated before you. That they may march out against you one way, but they're going to have to flee seven ways. Come on. So it's time for you to rise up if the hell's been throwing these weapons at you, you need to rise up right now and say, back off, devil. Back off of my marriage. Back off of my son. Back off yeah. of my daughter. Back off of my finances. Back off of my joy. Come on. How about this one? Back off of my peace. Yeah. Back off of my hope. <laughs> back off of my health. Come on, somebody. Mamas will fight for their families. You see, the devil tries to come and make you a bond slave. You need to let him know that debt has already been canceled. 2,000 years ago on a hill called Calvary by a man named Jesus. I'm free and who the sun sets free is, is free, free indeed. indeed. My, 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 Amen. that's good, honey. Third thing I want to show you is this, mama, you got to keep some oil in the house. Yes. Keep some oil in the house. Now, I told you earlier, oil is an emblem. It's a representative of the Holy Spirit and his anointing all throughout the Bible. The Bible says here in the second verse, so Elijah said to her, he said, tell me, what do you have in the house? And it's so powerful to me because she looked at him and, and she had given him her story. He turns right Right around and says, what do you have in the house? Now, remember, oil represents the Holy Spirit. Yes. And, and see, he was trying to get her to focus not on what she lost, but what she had left. Yes. Hallelujah. See, what you have left has power in it. Yes. What you have left has potential in it. What you have left has purpose in it. Yes. God desires for you to focus on what you have left. See, God is exceptional. At using, at using leftovers. Come on. Nobody can work with leftovers like God and you. Right. You can work it out with leftovers, girl. I'm telling you. God specializes in taking the leftovers of life and turning them into something that is absolutely awesome. God will take the mediocre and make it magnificent. God will turn a trial into a triumph. God will turn a crucifixion into a resurrection. God will take seasons that we think are nothing, seasons that we think are impossible to ever be victorious. God will take that season and turn it around. Today, I want you to realize that God is still the God who makes something out of nothing. Hallelujah. Look at what Elijah said to this woman. He said, what do you have in the house? Now, the word house there in the Hebrew is, it means a dwelling or a habitation, but it can also mean inside your own self. What do you have inside yourself? See, you may not feel like you have much, but when you get victory on the inside, when you get peace on the inside, I want to tell you something on the inside will start working on the outside. I want, I want you to understand something. If you've got some oil, you're going to make it. If you've got a touch of God, you're going to make it. If you are filled with the Holy Spirit, you are going to make it. If you know how to pray, you are going to make it because it's inside of you. And whether you realize it or not, this moment you might be down and out, but you're about 
about to be up and at them because the Lord always causes you to triumph. You've grasped the concept. Somebody's getting it right now. Yes. That victory is in your house. If you're in the house, victory is in you. And I'm telling you, it doesn't matter if your husband is lost or bound or your children are lost or bound. There is something inside of you that brings victory in your house. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 4, 7, Paul said, but we have this treasure, this Holy Ghost, this deposit, this oil in earthen vessels in this house that the power and the excellency may be of God and not of us. The treasure there, in the Greek it means a deposit in the storehouse. God has put something in you. So here's what I'm telling you on this Mother's Day. Don't let the enemy push you around. Don't let the devil get the best of you. You may not feel like you have any money left or have any resources left or have a house left or have this left or that left, but let me tell you, if you've got some oil left, victory is in the house. I thank God for the oil because oil brings the victory. I'm telling you, we've been on lockdown. Yes, we have. We've been quarantined. Yes, we have. And you haven't been able to run to this meeting and that meeting and this preacher and that preacher and this service and that service and this impartation and that impartation but I've come to tell you victory is not in the Coliseum it's not in a church building victory is in the house because victory is in you there's oil in you right now there's a healer in you right now there's a way maker in you right now hallelujah everything you need can come when you've got oil in the house, the Holy Spirit, the treasure in earthen vessels. I want to tell you this, and Pastor Don's going to take it, but keep the oil in the house. Come on. Oil in the house, because number four, you have more than you think you oh, have. My, my. <laughs> Hallelujah. Second Kings 4 2 said, Your maidservant has nothing in the house but a jar of oil. Now, this woman was in a place, moms, women, I can talk to you directly, that we can find ourselves in so often as women, as moms, especially because our lives are all about our children. Yeah. And in times of trouble that seem beyond our control, that we've done all we can, we've said all that we can say, we've exhausted every plan we have, we hit a place where we feel like we have nothing left. Have you ever been there? There. Am I talking yeah. to some real moms and women out there today? I think a lot of moms go through at least one phase, and it's usually after that first child, <laughs> of trying to be everything to everyone. Yeah. There's always a phase we go through that at some point in our lives. It's we got to be super mom. We're the diehard activist on what we believe in, or we're the career woman that runs herself ragged at work during the week and then beats herself up for not doing more on the weekends. You know, she, she's got to be the one who's always there to listen to anybody yeah. with a problem and the one who even if called on at the last minute she's going to be there and she's right. going to be the one that'll whip up them three dozen cupcakes for the school party because yeah. she's super mom and we can live like that and be so in control and have everything together until something happens that is beyond our control and we come to this edge where this mother was where she said I have nothing Nothing left but a jar of oil. Somebody say this right now where you at. Say, I'm okay, I'm okay. 
As long as I've got some oil. As long as I've got Ooh, some oil. I'm okay. I'm okay. As long as I've got some oil. Yeah. You see, oil represents the Holy Spirit. I remember in, in uh, the Bible, Paul comes to the people in Corinth and he asks them, have you received the Holy Spirit since you believed? Remember that scripture? Because he knew what they were in need of was the Holy Ghost. If you're listening right now and you feel like you don't have anything left, I'm telling you, you have more than you think you have. Yeah. If you've got some oil, honey, you've got all you need. You know, the devil, he, he's mad because with all the hell that some of us have been through, we've still got some oil. Oh, do you still got some oil this morning? Yeah. How many times did the enemy think that he would utterly destroy you? Yeah. Even over these last couple of months, how many times did he think you were going to throw in the towel and give in, but you were able to hold on yeah. to some oil? Things might have been looking desperate around you, dying around you. Maybe it was tough, but you had some oil. Yeah. You still had a praise. Uh, you still had a worship. You still had a hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Yeah. Somewhere there was a God is good that yeah. showed up. <laughs> Somewhere there is a victory is mine. You didn't even know where it came from, Preach. but some oil began to flow out. Yeah. Somewhere you still had some oil and it began to flow. Listen, you've lived through what you've lived through only because you still had some oil. You know what I believe? I believe the enemy would have done better if he would have left everything else and had taken the oil. But you still have some oil. Now the prophet told this mama, get some vessels and began to pour your oil out. And when she began to pour her oil out that she had left, something supernatural began to happen. That's what I love the most about this story. She thought she had nothing left but a little bit. But when she began to pour out, it never ran out. Uh -huh. Woo, listen That's to that. Good. When she began to pour out, it never ran Preach. out. She didn't think she had much, but when she just began to pour out, it never yeah. ran out. As long as she poured, she had more to pour. It continued to increase the more she poured out. The more she poured out, the more she received. Yeah. And honey, you have more than you think you have. Just start pouring come on just start pouring right now the devil wants you to quit pouring out your prayer he wants you to quit pouring out your worship he wants you to quit pouring out your praise your trusting your faithing because he knows that your breakthrough is in your Poor. Hallelujah. God worked through her poor. Yes. He did a miracle through her poor. She said, all I got is a little bit of oil. Yeah. But when she began to pour out yeah. what she had, there was a miracle God in God. the making. Yeah. When she poured it out, he took it and he worked a miracle. Mama, there's power in your poor. Daddy, there is power today in your poor. Sister, my brother, there is power in your poor you may feel like you have nothing left but I'm here to remind you that you have more than you think you have you've got some oil I'm here to remind you pour it out pour it out take the oil that you've got left and pour it out there is power in your 
poor. That's Hallelujah. That's right. That's good. Stop Glory. focusing on what you lost. Focus on what you got, got left. You still got some yes. oil. The prophet said, what do you have left? She said, all I got is some oil. Listen, the devil messed around and left you with some oil. He would have done better. Listen, if he had taken the oil and left the money, if he had taken the oil and left the man, if he had taken the oil and left the house, but let me tell you, when he left the oil, he left you with everything you needed to get back everything Everything. you lost because there is restoration power in the oil. There is breakthrough in the oil. There is healing in in the oil there is provision in the oil but what you have to do honey is pour it out you preach the preacher upon me glory to God pour it out pour out out your praise your worship pour out your faith Mm. see here's what I know number five and I've seen it time and time again with you babe God honors the faith of mothers He said, go borrow vessels from everywhere. This is what the prophet said. Borrow them from your neighbor's empty vessels and do not, do not, do not gather just a few. Man, the Lord weaved this in my heart as I was thinking about this. When he said, do not gather just a few, that's what the prophet said. It was in essence the way the Lord was speaking through that prophet of this woman. He said, don't gather this uh, just a few. In other words, he said, this is about to be big. Don't you gather a few. Don't you gather expecting a small thing. He said, this miracle is about to be big. This breakthrough is about to be abundant. This season is about to be mighty. I came to somebody on Mother's Day to tell you, don't you expect little things? Don't you expect minute and small? When we step out of COVID-19, I'm telling you, we're declaring that the rest of 2020 is going to be big, abundant, powerful, mighty. It's going to be a year of breakthrough. You know why? Because we serve El Shaddai, and he is more than enough. I'm expecting big things. I'm expecting big things. I'm expecting a big rest of the year. I'm expecting big things. Let me tell you something. I got to let you know I'm putting no limits on what God is going to be able to do this year. I'm putting no limits, and I want to tell you something, precious. I want you to hear me. You need to keep bringing those empty vessels. Bring them to church, would you? Bring those empty vessels. Maybe you've got a son, and right now he's empty. Maybe you've got a daughter, and she's empty. But bring those empty vessels. Bring those sons. Come on, I know we've shifted a little bit, but bring those daughters. Bring those husbands. Folks, bring those friends. Get them tuned into this message. Bring those neighbors. Bring those coworkers, because I'm declaring revival at Calvary. I'm declaring revival in the church in America, and I have no doubt that God is able to fill every vessel that we will expose to the powerful preaching of the gospel. You know what the Lord said? Bring those vessels and don't bring a few. In other words, he said, this is going to be big and it's going to be unusual. I hear the Lord whispering in my ear and I want to tell you this prophetically. Don't be surprised by the unusual. Don't be surprised in this next season when God does exceedingly, abundantly, far above anything you can ask or think according to the power that's working in you. Oil in the house. God said, go borrow vessels. 
and don't borrow just a few. You see, what we might have done, we might have got those vessels, and we might not have seen with faith, and we said, boys, go get vessels. We might have had a vessel sale. Come on, somebody. We might have been trying to sell the vessels, but God said, no. It's not about the vessel. It's all about the oil. Whew. Because the power, the provision, the new season is in the oil. I got a feeling, babe, this next season is going to be big. Come on. Ooh, yes. It's going to be big. Amen. Be encouraged, Mom. God's got this. You need to just say that right now. Look at your situation and say, God's got this. Amen. In 2 Kings 4, 7, it said, Then she came and told the man of God, and he said, Go sell the oil and pay your debt, and you and your sons live on the rest. You see, in this scripture, we see alive and well the whole philosophy of heaven. Yeah. This is what can only be described as heaven's guarantee. You see, when God does it, he gets it right. And church, look at what the prophet said. Pay your debts yesterday's and today's and live on the rest. In other words, tomorrow's covered. God's got this. Don't sweat it. Yay. Isn't that what Christ has done for us? He dealt with every debt. He dealt with every uh -huh. failure. He dealt with every shortfall of our past. It kind of gives us like the old song says, strength for today and bright hope for tomorrow. Oh, Blessings all mine and 10,000 besides. Oh, hallelujah. That woman never knew another day without being covered look at God and God's got a miracle for you yes. he's got a miracle for you that will constrain your yesterday contend with your today and convince you with your tomorrow I want you to say right now God's got this he's got this that's right hallelujah praise the name of the living god it, it was so powerful because look at this don't the oil dealt with her past yes, it, did. It, it 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 contended and and, and and made a way for her present yes. but it also opened the door to her future yes. i want to tell you the oil represents the holy spirit it represents god's power to deal with your past Woo. to provide for you right now and then open up everything you need for your tomorrow when i was in college i was in a, in a group and we traveled and there was a song that we sang called satisfaction guaranteed i want you to know that when it comes to the lord satisfaction is guaranteed it reminds me of of when we were newly married and we were living in the hood come on and uh I, you can go ahead and start playing son and we were living in tampa and we didn't have very much money. You remember those used washing machines and dryers that we used to buy? Lord, yes. And uh, we didn't usually have enough for a dryer, and you were hanging out the the towels yes, and the, the, the clothesline. And they were they were like crispy, cr crispy you know. You try to fold. Yeah, that it was it was something. And we would try to buy washers and dryers, but we never had the money to buy a new one. So there was this place called Woody's Used Appliances, and it was in the hood. 
And we would buy, what was it, $25? I think 25 yeah, he'd give us a good Yeah, we, he would sell us used washing machines and dryers for 25 30 40 bucks, And it was everything we could do to pull that together to even buy a used one. The problem was they usually lasted two or three months. There was no guarantee on it. And I'll never forget the day, I'm going to date myself now, when we qualified for a Montgomery Wards credit card. Ooh, some credit some card. of y'all don't even know. Is that right? Yeah, it was our first credit card. Some of y'all don't even know what Montgomery Wards is. But we, we qualified for that. And Dawn said, I know what we're going to do. We're going to get us a washing machine. That's right. And so I said, okay. And we went up to the Montgomery Ward store. So we started looking for washing machines and dryers because we're going to buy us one. Now, I'm thinking there is a washing machine right there. It was like $149. It was the cheapest one. I said, that's it. That's the one. Because all I saw was the financial angle. And I thought if it washes clothes, that's good. I thought that's what we were going to get. But Dawn didn't want a washing machine like that. She wanted a washing machine with cruise control and tilt wheel and power windows and a sunroof. She wanted a Mac Daddy washing machine. The one you wanted was like $249 or something like that. But it seemed impossible, but we bought it. I remember standing at the register and the man said, do you want to buy a warranty? And I'm sitting there thinking, I can't even buy the machine. How am I going to buy the warranty? And I said, no, I do not. And Don goes, you better buy that warranty. I said, no, we don't need the warranty. I don't want to buy it. So we didn't buy it. And so we get that washing machine home. Now, this man was trying to sell me an upcharge for the warranty. We get the washing machine home, and I'll never forget when you call me. And you said, this washing machine is broken. Remember that? <laughs> it doesn't work. It's not working. You got a washing machine and you stood there at the counter and the man said, you want a warranty. And you didn't buy the warranty. I said, don't. I didn't buy the warranty, honey. Because when we bought it, it already had a warranty on it. Why would I want to buy what I already had? Why do I want to pay for what's already been done? And let me tell you, the surprise, surprise, surprise of her life came when the repairman came. And how much did it cost us? Nothing. Nothing. Why? Because it was under warranty. Let me tell you something. 2,000 years ago, there was a king named Jesus who bled, died, and rose again. And he sent the Holy Ghost to you and the power of God to you. And there is a warranty over your life that no weapon formed against you shall be able to prosper. That you and your children shall serve the Lord. That with his stripes, you shall be healed. Stop trying to improve on it. Stop trying to buy something else. When you got oil in the house, you've got everything that you need. My salvation, your salvation, it doesn't need anything else. You may be watching right now on this Mother's Day. You say, well, Pastor, I don't have anything left. But I would come to tell you, you have more than you think you have. Maybe you're watching this and you're not where you need to be with the Lord. I want everybody right now to put your hand on your heart. Babe, I want you to pray that prayer with them. Pray that prayer and I'll pray it after you. Amen. Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I come to you. 
I come to you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. You said. You said. If I confess your name. If I confess your name. Believe in my heart. Believe in my heart. That Jesus died for my sins. That Jesus died for my sins. Rose from the dead. And rose from the dead. That I would be saved. That I would be saved. I come to you today. I come to you today. And say I believe in you. And say I believe in you. I ask you to come into my heart. I ask you to come into my heart. Be the Lord of my life. Be the Lord of my life. Take control. Take control. And I give you praise for it. And I give you praise for it. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, if you prayed that prayer and you meant it, why don't you let us know? Amen. Why don't you reach out to us and let us know? This is a powerful time, honey. I felt such the anointing. I want to tell you, there's oil in the house. And when you got oil in the house, everything is going to be okay. Tonight, we're going to gather right here, and I'm going to preach right from the roof. You and I together, the yeah. roof is over. I know you're not going on the roof, <laughs> but you're, we're going to have an amazing time. Driving church has been awesome. But nobody leave for just a moment, and let me just tell you how much I appreciate your faithfulness. On this Mother's Day, I can't say Calvary and those that are connected to this house, thank you enough. Your giving has enabled us yes. to help many thousands of people during this time. And Calvary's not doing less. What are we doing? We're doing much more. Much yes. more. And uh, just last Friday, we had uh, over, I think it was uh, over 600 cars, yeah. thousands of people. people. And so I want you to sow, and I want you to continue to give. You can give right on the Calvary FL app. You can give, uh, just click the icon and give there. You can text to give. Our Calvary text numbers are 386-866-3060. That's Ormond, and then Calvary Palm Coast is 386-255-35. Come on. Uh, uh, Calvary NSB, thank you for your faithfulness. Our number there is 386-200-6522. We would ask some of you, if you would, to consider making your giving reoccurring. We thank you for being faithful. Sunday night, 630, right here. It's going to be powerful. We love you so much. Babe, will you pray for people? Just pray us out of here because there's oil in the house. Amen. Praise God. Raise your hands up if you've just received the word of the Lord right there in your house. And Father God, I just bless your people. Lord, as they have stretched out their faith towards you in this moment, I thank you that you're making yourself real to them. I pray a special blessing yes. over every mother today, Lord God, that she will walk in your peace, in your love, Hallelujah. and in your joy. And all that she has poured out, God, I pray that you would pour Pour back over her today in Jesus' name. Amen. Sunday night at 6.30 now. Don't miss it. We've got a special gift for mom and a special service honoring mom. It's going to be powerful. We love you more than words can say. God bless you. Thank you again for listening to this message. We pray that it inspired you in every single way. For more information about Calvary Christian Center or to give, you can go to calvaryfl.com. And be sure to subscribe and like this podcast. And we will see you next week here on the Calvary FL Podcast.